Hello guys and welcome back to another episode of Keeping It Realty. I'm going to be just straight up with you guys right now. I'm laying in my bed. I'm not in the Lux Realty Lounge, which is where I would normally record this. And oh my god, if my Apple Watch reminds me one more time that I've not been working out as much, I'm going to throw it. Okay, so the first thing I want to say is after the rebrand and like the start of the Lux Realty Lounge podcast, I kind of wanted to just like take time to like define really what my goal was for this and pretty much get my life together before I started back with uploading a new episode weekly. But we're back and we're better than ever. Um, And I really think that this episode will probably be the most relatable episode I've ever put out. Um, Okay, so this episode might be all over the place, but if you can know anything, the point that I'm trying to get across is to stop pretending that you're okay, stop pretending that you're over him. Like guys, we all just need to accept that we're all down bad right now and that's okay. And it's just not the hot girl fall that we all thought we were gonna have. and that's fine, honestly. Like, it's okay because there's a next fall too. Um, oh, okay. Also, see, it's all over the place. But this week marks the week that I made the biggest mistake I've literally ever made um, and will ever make, I hope. And it continues to haunt me every day. And I'm going to be very vulnerable and I'm going to share it with you guys. And only like a few friends and family know and maybe some people in my small town. And mom... If you're listening, I know you're probably thinking she better not tell the world, but I think she's going to. And I am because I don't regret it. And that's something that we're going to talk about in this episode. And truly, like that is just being that your past is truly what makes you the strongest and like the best version of yourself and who you can be. And I believe that everything happens for a reason. And I believe that that needed to happen because I was just running around like I was some hot shit real estate agent at 18 years old and then boom not anymore you are fooled okay so the first thing that I want to talk about is letting go of the expectations and staying true to yourself and the reason I say that is because I feel like there are just the general roadmap I would say in life is to like go to school and get the job and get married and have kids and stay out of debt and buy a house and there's so much pressure Um, but one thing that I've like just kind of had to realize since I've had a full blown career since I was 18 years old is you have to love what you do and you have to love doing it. So if you're in college right now and you feel like college isn't for you, then drop out and it doesn't, it does matter what your parents say, of course. However, like you just need to do whatever your heart desires because there is so much pressure on doing that general roadmap thing. And I feel like nowadays, like you don't have to follow that. And there are so many other, you know, ways of having a good career and having a good life without going to college. And I'm not saying that just because I didn't go to college and I'm doing very well. I'm just saying that in general, like there are a ton of people that college just genuinely is not for them. And it takes time to realize that. Um, but the reason I say that also is because if you are in college and you just feel like you just don't maybe like your major, change your major, or you don't feel like it's for you. Okay, here's the reason I say that. I have worked 24-7 in real estate since I got my license straight out of high school. And I could not imagine working this much and having a full-time career, not liking it. Like I love my job so much, 
But if I didn't, like, I just don't, I feel like it would make me so unhappy because truly it is the only thing that really like gives me drive and motivation to keep going when times are hard. And I feel like when we're older and maybe have kids and stuff, like if you don't like your job, then you essentially like, there are going to be a lot of other things in your life that just, I feel like aren't going to make you make you happy and a lot of things that aren't going to end up well and like relationships and friendships and family and all kinds of stuff um but another thing that comes with that is take the risk and don't be afraid to take those risks because when you're in your 20s like that is truly the time to do new things and take on new challenges and just step outside of your comfort zone. And even though those risks may not work in your favor, I would say that always failure is a part of the learning process. And I've learned that over and over and over again. And it really has just made me stronger and stronger. And when you're in your 20s, like being in your 20s is seriously all about like self-discovery and figuring out who you are and what you want to be one day and figuring out who your friends are and going through like heart-wrenching breakups and losing friends that you thought would be in your wedding one day. And all of those things truly, when you go through them and it seems like it's the end of the world, then you come out so much stronger and you look back and you're like, oh my God, like I really never thought I would get through that. And you're going to go have that throughout your entire life where you go through these really hard things that you may think, oh my God, I will never get over this. And then three years later, you're like, oh my God, look at me now. But being in your 20s is seriously the time to do those things and take the risk because it's all about learning. And it kind of gets me on the path of having a past. Um, In which I just want to say, we all have a past. We all have a history. We've all done things that we regret and things that are huge mistakes in our lives. But I seriously, like, I'm, of course, ashamed of what I did. Um, But I literally think I needed that to happen in order for me to grow up, which I needed to do. And it's such a long story. And I like, literally, it makes me like water in my mouth, wanting to puke when I talk about it. But I'm going to tell you guys, and I'm going to open up about it. But before I really spill the tea, um, I want to just talk about a few more things that just came to my mind while I'm laying in my bed, twisting my hair or not. Um, Okay, so the first thing I want to say is losing your friends, losing friends in your 20s, um, which has like been the hardest part of the last few years for me. But it's also made me grow like so much as a person because I really thought that a lot of these girls would literally be next to me at my wedding. And I have learned so much about myself because I spend so much time being alone. And I still have amazing friends and best friends and I still have wonderful friends. But the main group of friends that I really did think I would never lose, I did. Um, And I've just spent so much time alone because everybody else around me is in college and partying every weekend while I'm real estate agent. So, and I love that. I really do, but it is hard sometimes. Um, and I have just really become like my own best friend and it sounds so cliche to see say, but it's just so true. And it's hilarious because I was that girl in high school that was never alone. Like the second my friend would drop me off, I would be texting her 20 minutes later, like, Hey, do you want to go on a drive? I hated being alone. And like, I feel like 
my other friend hated being alone too. Like we were just always with each other. Um, and now that I've spent so much time alone, I've figured out so many things about myself that like, you just really never think that you would know. Like I actually like being alone. Um, except recently I've gotten like anxiety when I'm driving. Like I literally sometimes feel like I'm going to pass out and I don't even know how to explain it. I know I probably sound crazy, but I literally will be driving and I like just feel so lightheaded and like I'm going to pass out and I've ate like I don't know what it is. I swear it must be anxiety because like if I'm in a store alone and I'm not with my mom or somebody, um, I think it's like that I literally was so dependent on my ex because I spent every waking second with him that I got used to like always have something, something, can I fucking talk? Um, I was so used to like having somebody with me that when I like went from someone all the time to no one, I don't know. Okay, never mind. That's just my um, conspiracy theory. Okay. Um, what was the other thing? Oh, okay. When life, this is so fucking important. And listen, when life knocks you down, your only option is to stand back up. And when you go through a breakup or you lose a friend or you lose a best friend, or you're just dealing with maybe something financial or with college, I don't care what it is. My only thing that I want to say is do not stay down for long because it's going to be so much harder for you to stand back up and take it from me and take it from plenty of other people too. Like when you bury yourself in your sadness, it is so much harder to come out of it. And even if it's little things that you're doing each day, like you can still be down and you can still be upset, but do not just ponder in your bed and not do anything and just sit in your sadness. Do one thing a day. Um, because we just, we spend so much time like worrying and complaining and comparing and wasting, waiting for something bigger and better. And just instead of focusing on just the simple little things that surround us, like take the little things in life that you have and to be grateful for. And recently like being alone, I swear I have like opened up so much and become such a better person. Um, but it just takes one single moment to change everything that you take for granted. And yeah. Okay. I don't know where I was going with that, but basically like if you are going through something right now, don't just sit in your sadness because it does nothing. Okay guys, that was me totally trying to stall, but I'm going to, I know you guys are here for this whole story, so I'm getting to it. Okay. So this was last year around this time and I was um, I was going up to my friend's house in Cincinnati and I really did not have intentions on getting hammered because at the time I was a cheer coach. I've been a cheer coach the last three years and I um, had to coach a game that next morning. So in which I still did. And when you guys, I can't, I'm going to tell you guys the entire story because there's no reason to put my biggest mistake in something that will haunt me for the rest of my life on the internet without explaining the entire story because it I could write a book. Um, so basically I, I go to my friend's house and I end up drinking a lot and I get in the car. I don't remember getting in the car. Um, I drive home and I make it the street before my house and I get pulled over. So I really thought, and this is one thing that I do. And I pretend even when I am extremely intoxicated that I'm not, I'll say, I'm not even drunk you are like you actually are. So shut up. And, um, so the cop pulled me over and right when I, I live in the smallest town ever. Okay, guys. Also 
the cop, I looked at him and I'm like, oh my God, he was at my sister's house a month ago. So first, and he is so hot by the way. Um, so anyway, I, he rolls in my window. He's like, where, where have you been? Whatever. And I'm, I tell him, I don't really know where I told him, but I knew I apparently got White Castles. I didn't even remember getting White Castles. And that's how I know that I was so drunk because I would never eat White Castles. Okay. So, um, he asked me to step out of the car because he smelled alcohol and I pass every test guys, every test, except one that totally threw me off. And it was about math and like numbers. And I was like, okay, like I couldn't do this sober. And then, yeah, don't know how, cause I don't remember the night. And I basically, um, then I remembered when I was standing there, I remember everybody telling me in the back of my head when he like brought up the breathalyzer. I remember everybody saying like, you always refuse the breathalyzer. You always refuse it. And so I'm like, no, I refuse. And he was like, okay, then ma'am, you're under arrest. And I'm like, what? Like, no way. And he like tells me to turn around. I'm like, wait, no, I start immediately. I was already bawling, but like I was sobbing okay and this cop knows me keep in mind he was at my sister's house a month ago like he knows my family we all know each other because I live in such a small town so I um I'm like what do you mean like I'm being arrested and he was like yeah like he was like told me of every read my rights everything about you know the breathalyzer and everything and I'm thinking in my head like why does everybody tell me to refuse the breathalyzer or tell everybody that if it means you get arrested like what the hell so I am in the back of the cop car trying to literally flirt with this man and this police officer thinking it's going to get me out of this DUI, um, like telling him I, yeah, okay, you get the idea, right? Okay. Um, it was also all on video, but so then keep in mind me, this little white girl in Converse and leggings and a cute UC shirt with my hair done and Kate Spade earrings I'm pretty sure um like not that that matters but like me going to jail like I I wasn't a horrible teen like I partied in high school but like if a teacher yelled I was very respectful with the teachers like I am a baby okay I've also like yeah so I'm like what the fuck and so the I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to make the best of it. Like, I'm still drunk. I walk in and there are two lesbians that are checking me. Um, And I'm like, they're like asking me if I have like drugs or weapons like hidden in my vagina. And I'm like, you just want to look like, let's be honest. And like, they thought I was hilarious. Like, I swear they wanted to hang out with me all night. Well, then um, it was time for me to take my mugshot. And I'd been crying. I had mascara all over my face. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I need bronzer or I need mascara or I need a makeup wipe. I'm not taking this photo. And they think I'm being funny. But at this point, I'm like, I'm not kidding. Like, I'm not going to be on the internet looking like this. Um, but they didn't give me a choice. And I am on the internet looking like that. So if you want to go look, go look because I know all of you are probably going to. Um, and so then I go in this cell. And I'm in this holding cell with people that were detoxing from heroin. Um, One had done something like really, really bad to their kid. Um, Another one was caught with drugs. And then there was this one girl who like wasn't in that much trouble, but kind of was like she has definitely been in jail before. And they're looking at me. They walk in and they called me fresh meat because um, all of them had been to jail multiple times before. And... I'll never forget the one girl was scratching herself so bad to where she was bleeding. And I'm looking at her like, girl, like, 
what are you doing? And everybody's looking at me like, do you want to get your ass beat? Um, and also it's like, don't go to jail. Do not break the law because I'm telling you that holding cell I have nightmares about. Um, I had my mom, ugh, she's listening to this still. I'm still mad at her to this day. Um, she left me in there on purpose extra long for my punishment, which like fair, but oh my God, it, it's hell. Imagine hell. That is what it is. Um, the toilet, I, I had a UTI because I held my pee for so long. Um, and <laughs> that's TMI. But um, and then it was time for the morning and lunch because my mom is evil and left me in there that long. I got in there, I booked in, I'm pretty sure around like one or two, and I didn't leave until literally 12. So I they come out and I'm like, Ugh, like I'm throwing up when this girl brings out this food. And everybody's like, get standing up to get it, and I'm like, how, how can you eat right now? Like the thought of eating actually like was making me like throw up in my mouth. And so I um, didn't get it, obviously. Like, why would I eat that? First off, I'm going to puke, so I'm not going to talk about it anymore. But then the girls that were in the holding cell got mad at me because I like didn't get it and give it to them. Um, I didn't, I didn't know jail language. I'm sorry. Um, I didn't speak like prisoner. So then, um, my mom, Oh, okay. I also complained cause it was freezing and I wanted a blanket and I wanted a pillow because my butt hurt from sitting on the concrete and I was so cold. Um, and then like one of the girls, I swear almost beat my ass cause of it. But anyway, um, guys, it was seriously the worst thing ever. And I do not recommend. And then when it's time, okay, ready? So then my mom picks me up from jail and my mom is scary. Okay, guys, like she's so cute, the cutest mom ever. But like when I'm in trouble, like she'll beat my ass. And I like was, I think I was more scared of going to jail than like having my mom pick me up, which I'm sure a lot of you feel that that are listening. Um, if you've never been to jail, imagine your mom picking you up. Okay. So I'm like, I get out of there and I swear, like, I'm just waiting for her to beat my ass in front of all these cameras. And I, like, got my phone and more people had known about my DUI in 12 hours than I had even known about it myself. I had not processed it. Oh, okay. By the way, also, let me not forget. Um, I leave jail, go home, change, take a shower, and then went to go coach a cheer game um, at my high school, by the way, um, in which... All of my cheerleaders knew about it. All of the parents knew about it that I had literally just gotten out of jail. And yes, I still coached it. Um, that just shows I and as a volunteer coaching every day. But anyway, um, I think I'm going to stop there. I could go into more detail, but I'm not going to. And yes, but your past is not to find you. And I am so glad that I went through that. And I, you know, made that big mistake because I was walking around like I have the biggest head and I'm this cool real estate agent. I'm so young, blah, blah, blah. No, you're not like, no, you're not actually. Um, and yeah, so I would never, ever, ever, ever drink and drive. Um, I would never put my life or anybody else's life at risk like that again. And I will literally send you an Uber. I will, and I tell everybody that, like, I will send anybody an Uber, Uber, even my worst enemy, if it means that they don't get a DUI and have to witness going to jail, have to witness the consequences that come out of it, the amount of money you have to pay, having a breathalyzer, I had a breathalyzer in my car for six months. So, which basically means that anytime I started my car in every three minutes, I was in my car with it going, I had a, yeah, okay, 
and that was like like imagine hanging out with a new guy or like doing anything and then them getting in your car and having to see that and when it was really cold out in the winter i would have to sit in my car until it warmed up which would take 10 minutes anyway and they also it also made my car not start multiple times okay guys that's about it for this episode and we are back and we're better than ever and your past is not to find you um you're gonna get through whatever you're dealing with we need to have a hot girl fall and um yeah i was gonna just say something that was kind of bad but anyway not really bad just like men suck okay that's all um until next week love you bye